Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining me today. First, Second Chronicles chapter six, verse eighteen. Second Chronicles chapter six, verse eighteen. This has a great deal to do with the gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, we have learned and had it revealed to us a great deal uh, concerning the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. We have seen Christ and heard Christ uh, promise and assurance of the Spirit, Holy, the gift of the Holy Spirit. There in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, chapter 15, and chapter 16, we've covered that in great detail. In our last broadcast, we learned who the Holy Spirit was through revelation of the Word of God, that He is not some mystical force in the universe that we do not understand, nor is He a impersonal power that God grants unto those that uh, follow Jesus Christ, nor is he an it. He is the a divine person, as we have had it revealed to us in the Word of God through Scripture. Through the truth of God's Word, we have seen and had it revealed to us that the Holy Spirit is a divine person, the divine third person of the tri eternal triune Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the triune Godhead, the three in one. Three persons in one spirit, the true and living Almighty God. As we enter into this study uh, in the book of Acts concerning the gift of the Holy Spirit the day at Pentecost, there's a significance that I want us to understand how remarkable this is. You see, God has loved us so much, and he has poured out his grace upon us, his unmerited favor and love toward us, his grace through Christ Jesus. Solomon, in Second Chronicles chapter 6, verse 18, he asked a very important question, a question that each and every one of us need to ask in our hearts today. You see, without Christ, we have no standing. God. Without Christ, we are nothing more than sinners. Without Christ, we are nothing more than dead in our sins. And we are under condemnation as we are all sinners. We must understand that we must, must receive Christ. And as we understand the gift of the Holy Spirit as we enter into Acts. Now, we could just read the book of Acts chapter 1 and chapter 2 and we could hydroplane our way through and we would miss a blessing and I'm telling you there is something that we all need to see here today and it is it's founded in this question that Solomon asked in the midst of his prayer in dedication of the temple after it was built in Second Chronicles. He asked this question he says but will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. How much less this house which I have built? How much less this house which I have built? Will God in very deed dwell with men upon the earth? Now we know that God has dwelt with us on the earth in the person of Jesus Christ. The Gospel of John testifies of this as John is writing here in chapter 1, verse 1.
He says, in the beginning was the Word, referring to none other than Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 14, and the Word, Jesus Christ, was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as the only glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God has indeed dwelt with us upon the earth in the person of Christ. His ministry and his miracles and his death, burial, resurrection testify that. But Christ has ascended, he's been glorified, and the gift of the Holy Spirit was given the day at Pentecost. But if we miss this, if we cannot answer this question in our heart, then we need to seek salvation today through Christ because God is willing to dwell with us upon the earth and he dwells in our hearts through the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is made plain throughout Scripture. We must see that the, the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was poured out and given unto men, that it is the climax of God's redemptive plan. And his, it shows us his willingness as he sent his son to the cross, as he sent his son to be slain for us, to pour out his blood on the cross for us. He has made it known to all through his word and through the testimony of the Spirit that he is willing to dwell with us on the earth in the person of the Holy Spirit as he dwells in our hearts. And we will see this as we go along. But this is the significance. Solomon is asking this question. In doing so, he acknowledges the greatness, the holiness and righteousness of Almighty God. And he, he contrasts with that the insignificance of himself and the work that he had done in building the temple, even the temple itself. He said, can't will God indeed dwell with man upon the earth? He did so in Christ Jesus. You see, Christ is the answer to it all. But the gift of the Holy Spirit is significant because it is the climax of God's redemptive plan. He sent Christ, he anointed him in eternity past to be our Redeemer. Christ is our Redeemer. He is our Savior. He dwelt with men and he walked with us upon the earth. This is recorded in great detail in the Gospels of John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Luke here, as we begin in the book of Acts, we will see that he testifies of his uh his uh, testimony he testifies of Christ walked with the disciples 40 days after his resurrection teaching them concerning the things of the kingdom of God and after his ascension we will see 10 days later at the day of Pentecost the 50th day that that the Holy Spirit was given but if we miss the significance of that gift that God is willing through Christ to dwell in our hearts indeed dwell in our hearts and our, we as Solomon, we must understand in our sin, our insignificance to a holy and righteous God apart from Christ. The only way that we can be made right and brought into a right relationship is through our Redeemer. And the only way that we can receive this gift, as we will see there in the, in the book of Acts chapter 2, the only way we can receive it is 
The great gift and remarkable gift of the Holy Spirit is through receiving and believing in Jesus Christ. That is how God indeed will dwell with us upon the earth in the person of the Holy Spirit in giving us the Holy Spirit, but it comes through belief. First Peter, I want to read a few verses here, gives us great insight to what we're talking about today. First Peter, we'll start reading in verse 18. And go as the Lord leads here. The Word of God says, For as much as ye know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things of silver and gold from your vain conversations by received by tradition from your fathers. But listen to verse 19 here. But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Very important here. Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in these last days for you. Christ is our Redeemer. Redemption refers supremely to the work of Christ on Calvary's cross on our behalf, whereby through his sacrifice and by his precious blood, he purchases us, he ransoms us by the price of his own life, which he willingly gave to secure and deliver us from the bondage and condemnation of sin and Satan. That is stated right there in verses 18 and 19 of First Peter. He says, For as much as ye know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold, the, the, immaterial, the material things of this world, he says, You are not redeemed with those, he says in verse 19, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. What a high price that was paid for you and I. You see through the scripture how willing God is to dwell with us upon the earth and dwell in our hearts through Christ that he would send his son. You see, God had this redemptive plan in his heart before the foundation of the world. This is stated and made known here in verse 20 of First Peter chapter 1, who verily, speaking of Christ, verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last days, last times for you. In the eternity past, God had, in his heart, his redemptive plan, his eternal through his eternal son, whom he ordained. It says he were foreordained before the foundation of the world, his eternal son, through whom he would rescue and secure us from the sin and death and darkness of sin and Satan. He would bring us from death to life, but that must come through the gift of his spirit through our faith in Christ. You see, we must see the significance of this gift or we will miss a true blessing. And if you're lost and you're without Christ, if you miss this, you miss Christ, you miss the gift of the Spirit, you will miss salvation. You will miss redemption. Christ has purchased us. He has paid the price. And we must see that the giving of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost was the climax of God's redemptive plan as his spirit was poured out. Now, this comes, and, and Solomon, in recognizing his, his insignificance to God, the holy and righteous God, and his the insignificance of the works of his hands, he is recognizing that it comes solely through God's love and God's grace and mercy. 
And this is a beautifully pictured in Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 5, and the Apostle Paul writing to the Christians in Rome. In verse 5, chapter Romans chapter 5, he says, And hope maketh not ashamed. Listen closely to these words. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by who? The Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. The love of God is shed abroad. It's poured out. It is spread, spread abroad in our hearts. It is shown and made known in our hearts. Christ has been manifest in these last days for us. His death, burial, and resurrection, ascension, glorification, and sending of the Spirit and the gift of the Spirit, that should tell us, sinner friend, and, and every one of us, believer, we should be shouting to the heavens through, from the mountaintops, blessings unto the Lord for the salvation that we have in Christ. If you're a sinner, you need to recognize the significance of the gift of the Spirit that God is willing to dwell in your heart through Christ Jesus. And all it takes is placing your faith in Him. And when you place your faith in Him and you repent, you turn from your sins, you, the, the love of God, you are letting, you're inviting the love of God to be shed abroad in your heart. And God, you will see and your eyes will be open to the light of heaven, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit will come in. And God, yes, he will very indeed dwell with you upon the earth in the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit given through your faith in Christ. Folks, this is what we must see to grasp the significance of the gift of the Spirit because it only comes through faith in Christ. And it is only through Christ and His redemption that He paid, His price that He paid on Calvary's cross that the Holy Spirit can dwell in our hearts. That God very indeed can dwell with us upon the earth by His Spirit, through His Spirit, as we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior. If we see this and we see that the gift of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost is the climax of God's redemptive plan, we will surely receive a true blessing. For the sinner who has rejected Christ, I pray that you will receive the blessing of salvation. For the true born-again believer who has received Christ as their Lord and Savior, I pray that this will bring praise to your lips and to your heart that you would glorify God and Jesus Christ, whom he has sent to die on the cross. He, he anointed in eternity past to die for you and me before we were ever created. He looked down through the portals of eternity and saw that you and me would need his son to die there on Calvary's cross. And he would see through the eternity to, through eternity past, down through the portals of eternity, that he one day, yes, indeed, would dwell with us on the earth in our hearts through his spirit. I pray that this has been a blessing to you, and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the word of God. God bless.